Set Phasers, a highly illogical Star Trek podcast. Well, hello, Stevie Mans. Hello, dear friend. If we aren't, yes, dear friend. Uh, well, we're back. They they said it couldn't be done. They said it shouldn't be done. But once again, I from a hotel in an undisclosed location, and you from your command center in New York, uh, are joining forces to make another episode of this podcast, which is called Set Phasers. A highly illogical Star Trek podcast. Yes, and we are your uh, hosts. Did we do that? Yes. Uh, well, you said you, we <laughs> said each other's full names. It's as later. We sometimes do. It's later in the day than we usually do this, and I'm. I'm it's so I'm much later. Yes. Well, nonetheless, here we are. It's Monday, but we're discussing Star Trek Lower Decks season three, episode three, entitled "Mining the Minds Minds." That's a tongue twister if ever I heard one. Yes. Slow down and say mining the minds, minds, minds. Uh, and oh, yeah, the start date for our episode is start date 332912.9. It was a great episode. Had many wonderful references to many wonderful things. Indeed. Uh, was a bit of a, a mind bender. Had some cool, a little bit of uh, character development for mm-hmm. maybe Cerritos as a whole as opposed to the characters uh, individually. Uh, although Tendi, anyway, so we'll get to that. But first, we got to get a little Patreon business out of the way. Yes, we have a Patreon. We have a Patreon. Join our Patreon. Join our Patreon. No, uh, we do have a Patreon. Please join our Patreon. We would love to have you there with us. We have watch parties. We have cooking with Aki. We have how to tie a, a bow tie with Aki. Uh, we have lots of things. You can also watch us live streaming on video. You can see Aki dancing as he is right now. And lots more fun things. And that's all the very easy to find place at um, patreon.com forward slash at phases. Speaking of, I may have scored a hotel room for one of these days that has a kitchen in it. Oh. I don't know if we can try to get to do a, a we, we'll discuss this at some other point, but it would be nice <laughs> to do a, a cooking with Aki from the road thing for De- one of these indeed dear listener aki is on the road he's on the road with his band touring um and yes. I, I saw him the other night i saw him perform a sold out show at radio city Music Hall. <laughs> there was never a seat left in the audience uh, no no there was not and uh i was delighted to be there delighted delighted and you were wonderful you were so you gen- no, 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 genuinely you were so good so proud. i'm Smiling from cheek to cheek, which honestly, it's impossible not to smile from cheek to cheek because that's how your cheeks work. But I am nonetheless smiling from <laughs> cheek to cheek. <sighs> uh, oh dear. Uh, let's let's run it down. So much to do in this episode. It's time to run it down. Can you run it down for me? What just happened? <laughs> 
Yeah, you know the deal. It's a planet. It's an outpost, and there are scientists there, and some scientists are checking out some glowing orb, and uh, as he touches it, it reveals his junior high school teacher in a revealing uh, toga, being very sort of come-hither and uh, amorous, and uh, asking him about uh, the novel he's writing, where the lead character is him, but he's like a, a fast car-driving bad boy or something anyway mm. uh he is seduced by this clear uh this 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 impression this hologram of uh some sort of deep-seated love interest uh in his mind he goes to touch it and screams as he is turned into stone and uh on a cliff above him as we pull out we see a man Possibly also made of stone? I don't know. Holding a staff with lambent eyes overlooking happily at this. Uh, and so we find out that there was a scientific outpost on the planet of Jangus 4. And uh, yes, there was an issue with the the local, the scrubble people who are made of stone, I guess, inorganic. And they have these uh, glowing things that make you uh, see your deepest fantasies. And when you touch them, you turn to stone. And so a, a peace treaty is brokered between the scientists of the outpost and the, the scrubble people on Jengis 4 by Captain Murakami of the USS Hood. They take off because they brokered peace because that's what the... The, the big galaxy class ships do and the California class ships of the Cerritos and the Carlsbad are left to coordinate the relocation of the outpost and the putting away of these uh, mind mines and hence we get the, the tongue twister for the episode Ransom was putting Mariner under the uh, command of a, uh, an officer named Stevens to help clear out these mind mines uh, and Stevens is sort of like a devotee of Ransom wants to be Ransom's best friend and even Ransom is not into how much Steven seems to underscore how best friends they are. Uh, Tendi, meanwhile, while the rest of the Lower Decks crew is going to go down to the planet and handle that, Tendi is going to be starting her senior science officer training uh, and is very excited, but finds out that her mentor is none other than the pleasantly narcissistic Dr. Miglamo. Uh, so, Boimler, Mariner, and Rutherford beam down to the planet with Stevens. The Carlsbad crew is there. They're taking apart the like outpost station and the the Cerritos crew is supposed to take care of the mine mines uh, and just be careful and don't touch anything that springs to mind and just collect them all in a tin and take them away. Uh, the But there's a little bit of a standoff between the Carlsbad crew and the Cerritos crew because the Carlsbad crew says that the Cerritos crew is known throughout the fleet for screwing around and not taking things seriously and they don't want to be any part of that. And the Lower Decks crew wonders if Cerritos is starting to get a reputation for being a joke. Meanwhile, up on the ship, Dr. Miglamo is uh, completely, uh, he's a terrible mentor. He doesn't know anything about training a senior science officer. He has a manual that he has skimmed that he received from Starfleet. And he gives Tendi her first assignment, which is to go help the captain who is doing the diplomatic sort of settling of the peace treaty between the Scrubble people and the science the scientists at the outpost, and he wants Tendi to confront the captain and make sure she stands up for herself. Uh, meanwhile, down on the planet, Cerritos crew is trying to clean up the mine mines. We get to see what their deep-seated fantasies are. Rutherford dreams of Leah Brahms. I'm sure that will come up in our uh, mm -hmm. Easter egg segment. 
uh, and uh, Mariner uh, sees oh Jennifer the uh, the Andorian from season two or season mm. one. I think she's appeared in both actually. Actually, in both. Uh, yes, uh, voiced by one of my favorite. I believe that's Lauren Lapkus doing the voice of Jennifer. Anyway, uh, they apparently have been making some time together, but it's casual. But that's what Mariner sees. Uh, their fantasy is a very cool, unattached, but willing to hang out Jennifer, the Andorian, uh, who is happy to just be Mariner's, quote, hot Andorian girlfriend. And, of course, Boimler sees... Uh, <laughs> A fleet admiral riding up in some sort of motorcycle with a sidecar that needs Boimler to help him with some sort of life-altering, galaxy-altering situation. Uh, but, so they're doing all that, but but Mariner is unhappy uh, about uh, how the the Carlsbad crew is thinking of the, the Cerritos crew, and she wants them to sort of pick up the pace and up, show up the Carlsbad folks. Meanwhile, Freeman, Captain Freeman, and the, the captain of the Carlsbad, a young hotshot captain by the name of Captain Mayer, are trying to conduct these uh, peace talks, and Ransom says, hey, mate, Captain Mayer's on the fast track to galaxy class, and Mayer is excited to see how the, quote, old school captains do it, he says to Captain Freeman, who is nonplussed by being referred to as old, uh, the scrubble people and the the scientists come in arguing with each other. They're given a token uh, of respect from the scrubble people, a totem, like a rock, a safe pyramid. And Freeman tries to give it to Mayer, and Mayer tries to give it back to Freedom at Freeman, and they fight over it. And that is basically how that whole meeting goes. Meanwhile, the lower deck crew is down, and they're gaining on the the Carl's batters. Uh, and Stevens is at first upset that he finds the Lower Decks crew is kind of being hasty and they're like dunking the, the crystals and ignoring the fantasies. And Mariner says, oh, well, the batter said that Ransom is a bad commander and that we're going to be super slow. And so Stevens is like, that can never happen. So he goes ham in defense of Ransom and tries to slam dunk some of these mind mines into the thing. He knocks a whole container over. They crack open. A bunch of green stuff goes into the air. And instead of showing fantasies, they start showing weird nightmares. Uh, and uh, one of the nightmares, a cocoa can, a cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo clan, cuckoo clan. I can't say it. Don't ask me. Cuckoo clan. I think it's from, um, I think it's from Teal. I think it's from maybe the animated series. It is the remember. animated series. Uh, it is the animated series. I was like, I don't. Uh, anyway. Uh he gets picked up by one, he gets turned into stone, he gets dropped, and both of his arms break off. Boimler says the Broken Rocks are sending nightmares now, and so they have to run away, both crews, and they uh, they run into, uh, like, a cave for protection, uh, but not before Jennifer turns into a giant Andorran werewolf that wants Mariner to settle down and commit, uh, uh, which is, I guess, Mariner's greatest fear. Uh, and the comms are blocked in the cave that they're in, so they're going to have to wait it out. They create a cave in so that the, the mouth is blocked. And while they're trapped in there, they learn that actually the Carlsbad crew doesn't hate the Cerritos' crew. They're all putting on airs because everyone thinks the Cerritos' crew is super cool because they, they're so off the cuff and hip and everything, and they wanted to impress Cerritos. And so they start to bond there in the cave as they're surrounded by crazy nightmares, including Klingons with bat left arms. Another tongue twister, by the way. Uh, Klingon clowns with bat left arms. Try mm -hmm. saying that five times fast. Klingon uh, clowns with bat left arms. Yeah, you're right. It's like, it's we were the nuns. It's like, Kimmy Ramo, no mom, Yes, exactly. You know what we're saying. Uh, anyway, uh, the fighting is still going on. Tendi is demoralized. 
leaves the terrible uh, dip- diplomatic session and goes to the med bay to talk to the doctor who tells her like, hey, sometimes you got to make a mess to make things right. Get back in there, kid. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, the Cerritos and Carlsbad crew find that there's something emanating from deeper in the cave. And as they explore, they find a door. And in the door, there are even more of these weird mind minds. And they're all hooked up to things. And apparently they're collecting not only dream fantasies and nightmares, but also every errant thought, authorization codes and people's random memories. But all the technology in this cave, even though the the the, the weird crystals are scrubble related the technology in the cave is federation and they realize dun 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 uh that uh, the it's a conspiracy the scientists and the scrubbles hit them mm. perfect <laughs> and uh so uh they have to run but they make improvised weapons and they run back out and fight the nightmares Meanwhile, as diplomacy is falling out over the rock, Tendi returns. The lower deckers show up from both ships. Tendi breaks the rock, and she shows them she had received, she had gotten readings from them, and inside of it is a spying device. So whoever, whichever captain had taken it, it didn't matter. Whichever captain had taken it would have been over her, the, the the little piece was bugged, so they would have gotten inside information. And that's when this conspiracy between the scrubble people and the scrubble people, another another tongue twister, and the scientists is revealed. And they're uh, arrested and sent to a Federation tribunal. And in the end, there's a celebration for the collected crews. Uh, Stevens is still alive. He's got both of his arms in braces. Uh, Tendi and Dr. Miglamo are chatting. And Miglamo's like, I'm such a great mentor. And Tendi's like, yeah, sure. And Meyer apologizes to Freedom. Uh, Freeman, I can keep calling Captain Freeman Captain Freedom, which, man, I mean, that sounds like a superhero, uh, for... Uh, calling her old a bunch of times and uh, she gives him half a rock and everyone is getting along together including both crews of the lower decks and there endeth the rundown of episode three of season three of star trek lower decks entitled <clears throat> mining the mind's minds let's chat let's about chat that. that i say darling Let's do a quick chat about that. Yes, yes, let's do. Oh, I don't know. This thing is full of stuff. So full of things. It was, uh, oh, it was just, it was an Easter egg of Easter eggs, for one thing. Yes, it was an Easter egg of Easter eggs, from the premise to the execution of the plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, delightfully fun. So many B plots, A plots, C plots, D plots. Yeah, obviously, I, I always enjoy getting to see like, uh, you know, we we know that uh, Mariner and Boimler are sort of our main characters, but it's nice to mm. see Tendi sort of getting onto the senior. So they're all sort of like angling for senior positions now. It's nice to see how they're moving up through Starfleet in yeah. various ways. And uh, uh, yeah, my favorite part of it was mm-hmm. Mariner has a girlfriend. Yeah, Mariner has a girlfriend that uh, Mariner is super is kind of weird about, yeah. uh, which is like the first thing that, you know, Mariner is like so chill and cool about everything. But it's, it's like, oh, we're just hanging out. We're not whatever. And then Mariner's greatest, her nightmare is <laughs> that her girlfriend is like, I want to settle down and stay together forever. And in, even Boiler says, I think you should go back to therapy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's like a pretty intense and specific nightmare to have. Mm-hmm. 
makes a lot of sense for Mariner, though. I think they did a very good job of, like, sort of exploring Mariner's character there. And mm-hmm. I do think it makes sense that Mariner and Jennifer would be uh, an item. They antagonize each other in such a way yeah. that it, it made sense. Anyway, I hope we do, we get to see more I do of too. that. I wonder right? if they would have revealed that had it not been an episode about our nightmares and things. I wonder if that would have come up or if it was just a, oh, this makes sense. Let's do it. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know if they're, if, you, like, because it's such a good Star Trek trope, the idea of, like, the thing that creates your fantasy mm-hmm. that's trying to kill you or whatever, it really works. But it's also great because then you get to have this episode where you see everyone's innermost things. And we sort of are not surprised by Boimler's and Rutherford's is kind of like a fun joke that makes sense. If you, you know, wink, wink, you get the joke. Mm-hmm. But Mariner is, I think, a character that we don't normally know the ulterior motives of. She's kind of, what's the word, chimeric? Mercurial? I don't know what I'm trying to say. She's like, puts forward a, like, a, we don't really know her motivations. Like, why is she chaotic? Why is she follow direct? You know, mm. she's always like, only in the most extreme circumstances does she like, show herself to be like real Starfleet material otherwise she like puts on this insouciant wow why am I using these words I don't know uh, I don't actually I'm know really tired and I think that's <laughs> when I'm tired I start using stupidly I start using bad vocabulary anyway she puts on this like too cool for school act and so it was cool that she was exposed and we got to see what her emotions are so it was like that was an, a cool device of this episode is that we get to see what Mariner's something behind Mariner's facade Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was, that was my favorite. And thing. Yeah, I I agree with that. I think that was kind of the coolest little thing of the episode, like character-wise. Also, Doctor Miglamo is so such a wonderful maniac, uh, useless character played by Paul F. Tompkins, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Uh, and uh, is just a terrible, a terrible mentor. And uh, I forget the doctor's, the actual doctor's name. Oh, no. What Which doctor? The the ship's doctor. Uh, oh, the one who, like, actually cat? mentors Tendi. The cat. Yeah. Um, cat. Oh, crap. Uh, t- I the T. Four seconds. Yeah, doctor to, uh, not Tiana. 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 Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yes, yeah, totally. Oh, I don't know why Tiana. I thought it wasn't. Tana? Yeah. Do- Dr. Yeah, Tana. Yeah. Well, I think that's like what Tendi, who Tendi really wants to be her mentor. Mm-hmm. I think that was kind of a cool throw that, that they showed that. Anyway, yeah. lots of cool stuff, but I think it's. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to a lo- uh, what the hell is the show? Set phasers. <laughs> <laughs> the set phasers news hour. We go immediately to Stevie at the Easter egg desk. Stevie, how are you doing today? Hello there, Aki. Hello there. It's so great to be here. So professional as always. What a treat. What a you treat. You know me. I remember the name of the show, everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, so we first off have shape shifting brain parasites. Uh, the first iteration, of course, was episode, uh, I think it was episode five in the original series in 1966, uh, mm. The Man Trap. And then uh, in TNG, Where No Man Has Gone Before. And I think that one was Indeed. where uh, Worf saw some, some, some things. Picard had tea with his mother in the middle of yeah. 
the hallway, some weird things going on. Um, then the USS Hood, Hood, uh, Hood. A- appeared. And so this was the first ship that Riker was assigned early on in his career. Geordie the Forge also mentioned that he had served on it. And the Hood would appear multiple times through TNG, probably because the Hood was always a fun one to put next to the Enterprise in terms of the model shape of it. Oh. And fun fact... Hood, the USS Hood, was named after a real life World War. World War One naval officer, Rear Admiral Sir Horace Lambert Alexander Hood. Good Lord. I know. What a christening that must have been. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, obviously, we had our favorite Dr. Liam Brahms. Yes! First seen in Booby Trap in TNG, whom we know mm-hmm. that Geordie had a crush on. And so mm-hmm. does Rutherford, apparently. And why wouldn't he? She's delightful. Yes. She's a delightful person. Do you remember um, season seven, episodes 25 and 26, All Good Things, where a future timeline revealed Geordie and Leah ended up together? Yes. With Sean. Uh-huh. So weird. So what weird. What a tiny bit of like of like a little side story, the weird Jordy love thing where he falls in love with the hologram of the person he makes to help him solve a problem. And then the lady is actually super offended when she shows up on the ship in real life in like a later season. Yep. And then for some reason in All Good Things, they're like, actually, they end up together. I, I just, it's so strange. It's clearly someone's fantasy. What happens in Picard? Or no, is that just... was that like a timeline that it's not going to come to pass? Oh, I don't think so. Not in Picard. I think I okay. don't know. We'll see. I think Jordy Jordy did okay. pen a letter to Picard asking for help. So who knows? Maybe the Doctor Leah Brands has turned back into a hologram and he needs rescued. We shall mm. see. We shall see. <laughs> the Ku Kal Khan. I'm going with that. Was I think that's right. A creature that first appeared in the animated series, how sharper than a serpent's tooth, uh, where the Enterprise finds <laughs> itself in a Mayan city and awakens a Mayan god. Uh, who's a little bit grumpy, naturally. Those animated series episodes are the trippiest. Of course, everyone was on LSD. Yes, so weird. Literally (laughs) how it was written. And then, of course, the silicon-based life forms, and I believe we have seen many, many of those uh, scrubble um, throughout uh, Star Trek canon. Uh, Let's see, Mm -hmm, there was mm -hmm. Devil in the Dark in the original series. Um, They discovered a rock monster called a Horta, that killed people to protect its eggs. Um, right. Then there was the Savage Curtain, where Kirk and Spock are forced into hand-to-hand combat by an all-powerful lava-like Excalibur. <laughs> and on next gen, <laughs> on next gen, uh, let's see. Home soil sees the discovery of sentient grains of sand, and Silicon mm. Avatar sees the second appearance of a creature simply called the Crystalline Entity. <laughs> oh dear, the one that uh, Lore was in cahoots with? Yes, indeed. Um, no. To say nothing of the multiple references throughout Trek to the Tholians, an antagonistic species made of crystal. So they are just a, the latest in a long line of silicon species, the Scrubble. Mm-hmm. So that was rather fun. Um, I ran through those rather quickly because we have lots of news. Did you see any other Easter eggs that you wanted to point out? I did not see any beyond that. I thought I was super clever for the one that I did know. And <laughs> I two. missed a billion. Yeah. No, 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 no. You got quite a few there. There were a lot. To be fair. I was like, man, nothing gets past me. Um, <laughs> You're not looking for uh, it. No, though. that's it. That's my job. That's true. 
That's you're right. You're right, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just I guess we should move on. Let's move on to the news. We love a bit of news. Well, Star oh Trek, we do. There's so much news to get through because Star Trek Day on September 8th happened uh, the other day. That was a bad intro. Star Trek Day was on September 8th. <laughs> that was terrible. It happened the other day. Yes, it did. Uh, it sure with, did. It, it was did. factual. Paul F. Tompkins and Tony Newsom on hosting duties with a small contingent of fans live in the room with a live DJ um, who was a bit odd. And quite frankly, you yeah. could have done a better job. And that's Hello. to say that not that sounds like an like sounds offensive. What I mean by that is you would have rocked it. This guy was a bit weird. Um, but my, my question was, why wasn't Will Wheaton hosting? Like he did last year. I don't know. I don't know. Don't get Do me wrong. Think maybe he's shooting something. I don't know. On site somewhere. Maybe. Anyway. Uh, Tony did though. He did theory. a great job. But Paul, I don't know. Paul left Tompkins. It just fell a bit flat for me. They had some technical difficulties and went off script. So it's a bit weird and awkward for parts of it. However, mm. let's go to the news. Star Trek Discovery uh, showed its first new look of Michael Burnham on what looks to be some sort of Mad Max motorcycle in season five. The disco cast were unable to make it because they are on set in Toronto filming season five. We got a little look behind Mm -hmm. the scenes. Um, Trying to think, I don't think they really revealed anything at all. They were no. It was that was just like, oh, this is behind the scenes, and they're like, here's the ship. Pretty much can't tell you anything. They didn't yeah. even show you on the set. It was just, let's yeah. go and see some of the, the crew hanging out. I get out. the feeling they're trying to keep it real tight, whatever's happening over I there. I guess. It was, just a, it was a bit Will flat. Will Wheaton? Hmm. No, I, I don't think so. However, did you hear about Will Wheaton? Ah, well, no, here we go. Will Wheaton. Will, oh. Will, Will Wheaton is to star in Star Trek Ascension, an online game, as he plays Mira Wesley Crusher, the new Terran Emperor. Whoa! Yeah, wild. I thought you'd love that because it's not nice. fucking Lorca. I love that. Um, I did not know that. I mean, I wish it was Lorca, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. If you are not familiar, this is the free-to-play MMORPG. What the fuck does that stand for? Do you know? You uh, must know. Multimedia online yes, role-playing game. Online role-playing game. Yes. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. We're getting it. Uh, that could have been a trivia question and we could have won that one. Um, so the game that launches Ooh. on September 13th starts on PC and will also come to consoles at a later date. And fun fact, also stars Captain Killy and Admiral Lita Haha, from DS9. Yes. Star Excellent. Trek, there, is, there wasn't a lot of news, which was slightly disappointing, but there, there were bits mm-hmm. and pieces here and there. Um, Star Trek Prodigy returns from its mid-season break on October 7th. Kate Mulbrew was present for a quick interview and was a delight and shows how much she oh, just nice. adores the franchise. She's very sweet. You can watch it yeah. on Paramount+. Plus. Oh, I will. Rest assured. I know you will. It's 109 minutes. Um, there was a beautiful Nichelle Nichols tribute, um, and I loved it, and I got very emotional. So do make sure that you find that somewhere. Mm-hmm. Now, the other news. This was the. This is possibly the most interesting news. Um, somewhat. Mm, all right, I'll let you. I'll, okay, Star Trek Khan Seti Alpha <laughs> Five is coming to a podcast platform near you. What? Yes, there's a new Star Trek podcast. Um, featuring the 15 years in which Khan was marooned on Seti Alpha 5. Nicholas, and, mm-hmm. 
Sorry, please play, continue. We don't, we don't know any other details. So Nicholas Meyer, okay. who was the director of, let me get this right. I think it was two, four, and six. He was the writer and director mm-hmm. of Star Trek two, four, and six. Um, the good ones. Yes, exactly. The good ones. So he uh, apparently scripted this. I think he was talking with Kurtzman at one point. And I think Kurtzman mm. gave him the idea and said, um, what would you, do you know what? I'd be really interested to, to, know, to find out what Khan was up to in those 15 years. And Meyer said, well, I'd been playing around with that idea. And so he had written a three-episode script for TV, uh, which... I think they were possibly planning for TV and then they didn't get the budget and they've got it to a podcast. Wow. Indeed. I mean, I think it's cooler as a podcast, honestly. It could be. Yeah, it certainly could be. And I think they've done a great job with the uh, Picard audio drama that mm-hmm. they did. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious and I think they will do a fantastic job with it. So that's awesome. Um, so let's see. The scripted podcast will examine what happened in the years that Khan uh, was left on the untamed world of SETI Alpha 5 and tells the story of Khan and his followers prior to Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Word on... Yes. And uh, so we don't know who's starring. We don't know even when it's out other than it's 2023. So right, there you go. Right. Uh, oh, and on the hmm. podcast news, uh, Star Trek... The podcast, pod, the pod directive, in fact, yes. is coming back. <laughs> Oops, what was that called? Start because ours is the only Star Trek podcast that yeah. exists. Ours is the only one the that counts, and the ones one. that we like and our friends. They are coming back for season three. <laughs> also, don't know when. Uh, possibly later this year slash next year. So lots of news My that wasn't is, wasn't news. Right. Not a lot of news. News. It was a bit disappointing yeah, for a Star like Trek day. They honest. don't have uh, release dates yet. They're not sure how long it's going to take to finish stuff. Is my they guess. couldn't even give us an update on the movie. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I honestly, I watched the whole thing. Sorry, to, the, the the highlight of it for me was Nichelle Nichols and Jackie Cox. Jackie Cox turned sure. up to do uh, like a cosplay thing. There were lots mm-hmm. of fans mm-hmm. in cosplay. Um, but yeah, it just felt a bit lackluster. It was it was a bit disorganized and chaotic at times. Like the teleprompter went off. Like it was just a bit off. And I get it. Mm-hmm. Live things go wrong. But there wasn't a lot of news. There wasn't a lot of excitement that was given to the news that they did actually have. Um, but we love Trek. I can't wait to see what's coming in the new seasons. Um, I love all the content. I can't help it. I do. I just I just want more yeah. fanfare. Give me more fanfare, Star Trek. I feel like they are just, I feel like they probably know, didn't, just couldn't make announcements on the 8th of September. They just didn't have their ducks in a row. But you know what I mean? It feels like it came down to like, what can we do? And they're like, I don't know. We don't know when we're going to finish shooting season five of this. We got some Michael on a motorcycle. That's about it. Uh, Mm. You know, can we talk about Picard? Not really. Can we talk about the movie? Not really. Like all those things are like so in development. That I think they were like, um, we got a video game, and uh, yeah. you know, we had a, you know, we'll we, see. All, any of the 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 um, cast interviews that were on stage were like four minutes, if that. Yeah. So you didn't really get a chance mm-hmm. to go into anything. You may, you may got you, you got a clip of Picard. You got a clip of a Strange New Worlds. Right. You got a little. I don't even think you got a clip of Discovery. Actually, come to think of it, little clip yeah, of Prodigy. There was just yeah. it was just clips of things and very short interviews and it it just it moved too quick. There wasn't enough when it was there. There was a really awkward interview with um, Tendi and Tony Newsom. I forget what Tendi's name, yeah. Ten, Tendi's actor name is. Um, and she was it was just awkward. She I don't know what happened. It just was awkward. So 
All that to say, good Star Trek coming down the pike. But you know, if you if you do miss uh, Star Trek Day as a watch, you're not missing much. I do hope that next right. year is better. And I, I say hope that next year is better. I mean, diehard fan, chest something diehard, diehard fan. fan. Noel Wells. Noel, thank I always you, remember Noel it rhymes, Wells. but I can never remember how it rhymes. Uh, and uh, yeah, I feel like, uh, I mean, First Contact Day is a little too late. They're going to do a big First Contact Day thing, but it's like, you know, we're all waiting on stuff. Mm. I get it. It's probably going to be a bunch of weird. The thing about, po- they couldn't even tell us when the podcast is coming back, which is the clue to me that the podcast comes back when the sh- when they are like big prestige shows comes back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when Discovery's back, they're going to put the podcast back on. So, you know, that's my feeling that they don't know what their schedule, their rollout schedule is going to be yet. Yeah. I think Picard is February. I think it's February 16, 2023. Then after right. that, I don't know. They don't have Discoveries yet, I don't believe. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, this would be the month, or Discovery usually starts in like October if it's going to be mm. in the autumn. That's usually when they do it. But if they're so. still filming it, I don't think. Oh, yeah. Very uh, unlikely never. that they would have it. Yeah. Not a chance. they got to do all the posts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's all from the lackluster news. Oh, well, then let's head over to uh, Quotable Moments. Oh, what? Oh, let's head over to Quotable Moments. Quotable Moments. <laughs> Gotta let the news outro, Aki. I'm so sorry. I forgot <laughs> about the outro. Do, 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 do. Ba, ba, uh, you ba. just... You, the way you said it, it was like, well, all right, and that's it. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay, nobody needs to hear this. All right, some quotable moments. I have three written down here. I really, we were trying to keep it svelte because we have so much news to talk about. So first I'll say my favorite that I wish was on a TV, a T-shirt or a mug was Tendi saying, wish me luck. No, wish me facts. <laughs> I like that one. Um... Mariner says, of course, it's not a real day in Starfleet till comms get blocked when they're stuck in the cave. And then perhaps my my favorite was goes to uh, Dr. Miglamo when he's going through the, uh, the the like thing sent to him about how to be a mentor. And it says Vulcan stuff, Vulcan stuff, Vulcan stuff. I'll tell you what, it would have been logical to find an editor. Yes, I did like that. That was very, very funny. Uh, those are all. Yes, indeed. That's all I've got for quotable moments. Oh, shall we move on? Yeah, to next time. Next time on Set Phasers. All right, well, next time on Star Trek. Uh, Star Trek. Oh my God, I'm so. I'm, I apologize. Next time on Set Phasers, we'll be talking about uh, season three, episode four of Star Trek Lower Decks, entitled, according to my Google search, Room for Growth. Who knows what that means? Probably something shoes. ridiculous. I feel like we're growing out of shoes. Shoes. Into new shoes. Um, you don't think maybe there's like some entity that's going to like keep growing through the ship until it like maybe could blow up? Or yeah, all right, all right. Like that's that. a literal thing. Blob. I don't know. Likely. But then also maybe there'll be some other thing like people are growing. Maybe it'll be something with Mariner and Jennifer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so, yes, we'll be talking about that. Until then, if you've enjoyed the episode, do find back episodes of our podcasts. Uh, you can find them wherever you find podcasts. Uh, I won't name the apps, but they're there. And we've covered every episode of the new Star Trek franchises from Discovery right on down to Lower Decks. So do check that out. 
Indeed, and you can find us uh, on socials. We are at Set Phasers and at Set Phasers Podcast on the Instagram and Facebook, respectively. Yes, we also have a Patreon, as mentioned earlier, patreon.com slash setphasers. Do go there and join us so that you can be part of all things Trek in our continuing mission to discover all things that Trek does Trek stuff. Well, until next time, I am Stevie Mans. And we're the best of friends and we share a sacred bond. And this has been Set Phasers, a highly <laughs> illogical Star Trek podcast. Computer and program. <laughs> Why did we do that? <laughs> I don't know. That's a thing that I'm. I'm just a sleepy brain.